Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. We got lots to talk. We're already talking because, of course, Stephen LeDrew's in studio, and you can't not talk when Stephen LeDrew's around. <laughs> I was so listening. Let's, <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Uh, so let's get them in. We do have Stephen LeDrew, a lawyer, broadcaster, former uh, homemaker. Yep. Still yeah. a homemaker. And, and sharply dressed. Look at I, lo- I love the, uh, the the orange shirt, right. the orange mm-hmm. watch, the orange it glasses. It does not mean anything about the uh, politics. Know, no NDPers. Mm-hmm. Well, it means you're sympathetic to the Dutch. Uh, you know, my, oh, my, my country's... They my... made the Dutch made carrots orange. Before that, they were... Um, Dark purple or something. Oh, like that. is that? Oh, is it? Yeah, still, those orange. are called parsnips, I think. Yeah, so uh, and the you voice that? you are hearing is I Mike. Didn't know that. Uh, Mike Van Solen. Only uh, a newfie would know that. Managing principal over at Navigator, public relations and crisis communications organization. Hello. Hello. Great to be here. Let's talk about um, public relations, crisis communications, and all sorts of stuff. Oh wait, what are we talking about? Political interference. Uh, to know, to, I think a lot of people <laughs> were. I think today is one of the first days we haven't really talked about SNC. We're in that point of the story where everyone's just waiting. Do you know why? Because the prime minister is down on a private island off the coast in Florida, right. and he hasn't said a different story. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, yeah, he did he come back, but he uh, he's apparently working on the budget that's going to be rammed so full of free stuff that you can't even pay. You know, imagine. But maybe criminal code amendments could possibly be. <laughs> we will have to look in that omnibus uh, budget next week. But you know, um, tomorrow is an important day because that's the day the Justice Committee has to decide on whether or not they are going to allow Jody Wilson-Raybould to testify. And I asked the question, you know, can they say no, knowing full well they can? But I got to be honest. Um, let me go to the crisis guy. That to me would just, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. That's exactly it. I don't, you know, all we're left to do is presume that there's some, there's some, a tougher part to the story to come should they let her talk about post-AG. Because why not let her talk post-AG? The the crisis seemed to be about the time she was AG. So why would you not, unless there was something there? Mm. So I do think they are in a situation where they're damned if they do and they damned if they don't. Um, I but don't you know. know. I don't know how they move past this crisis. They, they have to rip. If, they're damned, they have, if they damned if they let her talk, that's one thing. At least it's out there. And if they don't let her talk, I think it's worse because you know it's going to get out there sometime between I, now and October. Look, I do, I do agree it's worse. And this is where... Th- I don't know why they haven't moved to an end game strategy. At some point, they just have to let this, let, let this whole <laughs> let let it all go out there. Explain as best you can and and, and write a narrative about it, it and and get it out for once. What, yeah, like we're a month into this. Like yeah. this is it's yeah. still it's still unfolding. Right. It is, but I think that they're banking on just ragging the puck on this thing and hoping people will get tired of it and hoping that the media will get tired. But of there it. is more to it, I believe, and it's going to come out sooner or later. You can't cover up. That long. You can't hide it that long. So I think they're sadly mistaken if they think that they can just keep this back until after the election in October. Unless, unless they're going to have a budget that gives a lot of money to everybody in Canada next week and they call a snap well, election. Well, I mean, of course they're going to do that. I mean, there's no question that, that the budget is the last thing they have saving their life. Absolutely. And if they have an election right after that, at least it stops the bleeding 
for the election because the ethics commissioner is not going to be repeat, you know, reporting well, during the election the period. The RCMP is not going to be doing it. And, and what are they going to tell Canadians as far as the justification for an early election? Jobs, 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 jobs. Jobs and everything. <laughs> trust me. Trust me, Mr. Trudeau. Everything is so appropriate. And I know what's appropriate. Drama teachers tell you that. Yeah. You know, we all know that. <laughs> from their drama interpretation school. is better than anybody. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about this story that is making headlines all over the world. Certainly here in Canada, because the loss of life, 18 people out of the 157 killed on that Ethiopian uh, Boeing 737 MAX 8. Um, and, and almost every single country around the world has now parked this plane until the investigation comes out. Everybody but Canada and the United States, even the president today, is questioning, you know, what, why, what's with the technology? What's going on here? But again, Mark Arnault will come out tomorrow at 11 o'clock. I don't know what he will say, but chances are... They're you know, look at politically. If if Canada still allows these planes to be flying around, and there is another accident, it is squarely on the shoulders of this government. I mean, Jobs. they have to do what Jobs. all these other governments all around the world are saying. And I mean, it's it's a it's a an issue of uh, air traffic safety or air, you know, air travel safety, but it's also it's a bigger issue. And this is what Trump was getting at in his tweet. I can't believe that I'm saying Trump was right on this thing. But I, I understand the it. sentiment where he says, you know, I want a plane that people can fly as opposed to technology. It's going to come back time and time again for the next 20 years. Who's in charge of this place? Is it going to be people or is it going to be technology? With cars that drive themselves and they have accidents in the States. You know, you have accidents when people are driving, but at least you can try to do something about it. When a pilot tells you they were trying to pull the plane up, and the technology overrode the pilot, that's a serious issue. Yes. It is, and just so people understand the tweet that the prime president put out, which I think surprised a lot of people because Bombardier is one of the biggest companies in the United States, and I think his oh, tweet yeah. signaled that something's got to change, but he essentially said that airplanes are becoming far too complex to fly, pilots are no longer needed, but rather scientists from MIT, and he says, all of this great cost, yet very little gain, I don't know about you, but I don't want Einstein to be my pilot. And I think he's right. Look, I, I'm, I'm, you're flying tomorrow, and if I'm I were you, tomorrow. I would not be I'm terrified for you. <laughs> one of the one of the strange things about this is I you don't work, know what kind of flight it's a max I, no, eight. I, you don't even know. I don't no know. Knows. I've never I've never looked up the type yeah. of plane you I was in tomorrow. before. I, I'm well. Look, I, I have, why can you I do have, something? I have to get to Winnipeg, so <laughs> I, I'll I'll be going one way or the other. I hope um, you get danger pay there. I, I did work in you know I did work around uh, in my consulting life uh, around sort of the drones uh, you know in in, pre, in a couple years ago. And Mark Garneau took the exceptional step at the time of sort of banning drones outright and just saying, look, we have to figure this out first. Because he said he couldn't sleep with himself if an accident sort of happened on his watch. Mm -hmm. So I got to imagine he is ag is actually agonizing quite a bit about what to do on this issue. So I, I have no insight as to what he will say tomorrow or not. But He'll I say do whatever know, takes do, the headlines off of SNC is what he's going to well, say. Well, <laughs> I mean, there, there's a political considerations, and, and I'm sure I'm sure they're uh, you know the, look that's what you do when you're in politics. You you think about the politics of things. But but I, I I trust the man is actually agonizing quite a bit about this, and it's hard to separate uh you know what's the facts say we know that airline travel is actually large you know very 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 safe um but clearly there's some uh, uncomfortable stories that have well, been uh, but there's, told about this you're you're such a it's such a david versus goliath battle when you're in air travel you have no say and you've got people now booking like the last gentleman i spoke with who wants his daughter on a plane he feels he can trust and she's booked onto this max eight 
Boeing. Um, and, and Air Canada was like, well, too bad. I mean, you can't sit there and take customers' money and then not offer them a, some kind of option. Oh, you're absolutely right. But when you talk about David and Goliath, yes, it is that. It's a traveler against these huge, big corporations that uh, fly planes and make planes. That's what government's supposed to do. Yeah. Government's supposed to sit there and stand up for the air you know, traveler, you know, yeah. for the little David against the Goliath. And uh, ours hasn't so far. I suspect, you know, you're right, Mike. Tomorrow he's going to say we're going to, uh, we can't wait. To get well, all the details, and with the evidence, there's more evidence out of the states. There's something in Dallas came out uh, a few hours ago about uh, more pilots complaining about this plane. Some people are saying that it's the pilots don't understand the technology. Well, that may be the case, but if it is the case, then problem. we have to have a <laughs> yeah. get that resolved. It's yeah. still a problem, isn't yeah. it? So uh, just, it's just going to be uh, disastrous for um, every air- airline, but. It's better to have that disaster than have more crashes. Yeah, no kidding. Get it right. Get it done once. Um, right. And, Global News obtaining a letter tonight uh, sent by Randy Hillier, who, you know, he's always been a pain in the side of multiple governments. <laughs> he's got a huge following. He's got lots of constituents. He's a major, major fundraiser for the party. Um, but he says, you know, I was pushed out for childish grievances. And, you know, he was kicked out last week, and I think as a final straw, because he said yada, yada, yada to one of the parents who uh, was there for an autism rally. Um, but, Mike, this becomes a problem for the Ford government, because while everybody beforehand will say, yeah, he's a giant monumental pain in the butt, but he does know where all the bodies are buried. So he can cause a whole bunch of headaches for Mr. Ford. Uh, look, it's a it's a new government. I don't know how much uh, I think it would be easy to exaggerate the idea that he knows where all the bodies are, are buried. Uh, the, you know, Mr. Ford has not even been a leader of this party yet for a year. Um, I think it's Mr. Ford who uh, and his office who've made the decision. Randy, I know him. He's a fun guy uh, to be around. Uh, Brian Patterson, the president of the party, has laid out some pretty simple steps uh, involved in, in getting back into the party. Work hard, show up, be a team player. Uh, so uh, I think uh, Randy's future is in his hands. Uh, and you might you might want to party with him. I'm not sure you want to bring him home to mom. I mean, oh, I think, I, well, <laughs> yeah, I think he has a constituency. I don't know him uh, personally. I've spoken to him, but I don't know him as well as you do, uh, Mike. But I would say this. Yeah, I'd, I would agree on that. You know what? We're going to put you on probation sort of thing for four weeks, five weeks. If you keep your mouth shut and uh, just sort of be like a normal MPP for a while, we'll let you back in until the next time. But they can't keep him out forever. Well, no, they can't. Nor I mean, they. no. Well, they can, but they shouldn't. I, a, I get that. But they've had a bunch of instances with him where it's kind of like, oh, Randy, come gotta, on. Yeah, gotta, but that's gotta. why he has such a constituency. Yeah. Like, he, he really appeals to people. He yeah. does. And yeah, you know, look, uh, he, he has that sort of populist everyman sort of flair. And, and you would think on one hand, him and the premier would be best buddies and, <laughs> and sort of connect on that level. Uh, it hasn't worked out that way. Um, and I think there's other uh, matters that uh, Brian Patterson uh, outlined. And look, uh, I think Rand- the party's better to have Randy in it, but he's got to be a team player. Yeah. What, did, what did President Johnson say years and years ago? Better, better, better to be inside peeing out yeah. than outside <laughs> peeing in. <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing that. On that note, <laughs> let's talk about the greed, the greed of the elite, uh, massive money laundering ring breaking in uh, in the Hollywood area as we learn like the most upper echelon one percenters are alleged to have been uh, buying their way into some of the most elite schools in the country, whether they're sporting schools or some of the biggest names. And out of the 40 people arrested, it has netted two very big, big actors. Felicity Huffman, no stranger to the Oscar scene. Her husband's very famous. She's an A-list actor. And Laurie McLaughlin, who played Becky on Full House, very wholesome. 
Uh, they're accused of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to get their darlings into the best schools when they don't deserve it. What do you mean? What's the big, big deal? It's been going on ever since schools were invented. I mean, you look at you sound France. Like a liberal you look at Britain. Like... I'm not saying it's right. <laughs> I'm just saying you know don't there's don't should be everybody should be outraged. It's just like interfering in court cases, uh, and that should not happen at all. But in this one. <laughs> You know, I mean, it happens in Toronto. It shouldn't. Well, it does all the time. You know, I mean, my kid's not that smart, but I'll I'll build an <laughs> arena for you at your private school, or I'll do whatever it is, and you're oh oh my gosh, we have a space. We have a new plaque. We have a space. I, I think you're right. It's, it's probably a story as old as time. Uh, but if I if I was a uh, Lori McGlo- like, yeah. McLaughlin, I'd be upset. She spent five hundred thousand. <laughs> Felicity spent fifteen thousand. <laughs> Like, is there no honor among thieves? the equity in that? Well, because it's based on how dumb your child is. Clearly, the dumber your kid is, the harder you have to, like, write their example. So Felicity could take heart that I was only, my kid is only a 15K dummy. Well, you know, I mean, the kid got C's instead of F's. So so they got them in anyway. But again, look, I look at it and I go, well, here are the people that are all telling everybody else how to live. These are the first people that'll stand up with their ribbons in Hollywood. You you never pay attention to a Hollywood star who tells you how to live. Look, and I mean, I they did that with uh, George McGovern. The, the only redeeming part of this story, it seems to be that the institutions themselves were, were also played. Like, yeah. No, well, no, they got the, you know, the coach and the a few individuals who were taking money on the side. But By the way, I love that they could write off their contributions to uh, this yeah. charity and get, <laughs> get the uh, charitable tax uh, well, that's Refund. what they say about Jared Kushner, uh, you know, the same story about him getting into Harvard, uh, you know. Yes, uh, well, you know, it's funny. The the Hollywood left may not be so loud now when mocking Mr. Trump because this is, I mean, this is Oh, right. come him. on, Alex. There's still be lots to mock about with Mr. Trump. There's always going to be a sort of like Trudeau interfering in things he should not have his fingers into. There will always be something to say about Mr. Trump and his inappropriateness. Well, there you go. Uh, that I do not deny. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the NHL. Um, this whole thing with this hockey player, um, Morgan, Morgan Riley, Riley, who I literally know nothing about because I don't watch hockey. But my problem with this story is here's a guy who is accused of being a, a, a homophobic uh, person. No one had an idea where this comment came from. It could have come from a drunk guy in the stands. Who knows? But what I think is alarming is just the pile on mm-hmm. uh, on social media and all the media of like basically convicting him without any due process. Yeah, look, that's what happens these days. Uh, we kind of have the outrage, uh, outrage society uh, who every day need to find something to kind of jump at. And whether it's real or whether it's not real, they're going to jump each day and and pillory somebody and last night it was a morgan riley and even among the the hockey you know i'm a hockey hockey fan for sure and even among the 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 leaf community they quickly had put together that it wasn't him you could sort of see the videos and before i went to bed last night it was seemed clear that he wasn't he hadn't said what he was accused of uh but we had to go through this whole process and everybody uh is is so exercise or so used to like just muscle memory of getting outraged at at something each and every but day you have to be like you have to listen to that thing like 10 times to even hear the word and i'm not even sure that's the word cuz some people are saying he said rag it rag the puck rag whatever yeah. um so there was really no any kind of detective i work don't done think it's a big deal and i think you're absolutely right uh, alex about social media people need something to a crack about what I'm fascinated by it is that Mike Van Solen mm. is figuring this out just before he goes to bed at night. I mean, <laughs> that, I mean really, that says something about uh, your life. 
<laughs> have you got nothing better to do than to play leaf tapes before you go to bed? It was quick. It was. Oh, it was okay. a, it, you know, I, I don't don't get the idea. I've invested a, a huge amount of time, but uh, but they did do it uh, as far as crisis management. I mean, he wanted, I think, initially to come out and say something. He did not. He waited, and that was smart because yeah. he basically let everyone else look like a jerk before he said, "See, not, nothing happened." Right. Look, uh, they, they they did it as, you know, and they came out today and they did a little presser. They made themselves available, uh, said all the right things. They they handled it perfectly. The the outrage, uh, you know, crowd uh, looks like fools, but they're not going to be uh, diminished in oh, any absolutely. way. Absolutely. This just they'll, fuels it up. They'll, they'll, well, there'll be something hey, else tomorrow. If he, right. if he gets anywhere close to a cup... Uh, even the kind he wears to protect himself, they'll be, they'll, he'll be forgiven. <laughs> honestly, I mean, really, she well, went no. there. I mean, she, went no, there. she did go there, yeah. Alex. She went there. I went as soon as you said cup. I, I, was was to, I looked over at Van Solen. I was. Oh, there she goes. I couldn't think of the word Stanley. That I was like, what's the name of that cup thing? Oh, oh never mind. Yeah. And, no, and, and this could be their year for it, the. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I've heard that this a, few, is it. a few decades. You're not talking about the Stanley Steamer, then, are you? You're talking about the cup. <laughs> Last time, by the way, I covered playoffs for the Leafs. I was did you go into the dressing room? I was working at like a different network altogether. It was literally like I think 2002 no no <laughs> if I went to the dressing room it was because you did oh, something bad and, 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 the, and it was like, like and some, let the, the record show involved. let the record show Alex Pearson is pointing her finger at me and I wagging am. it I, I went in <laughs> once I went into the locker room once it was to deal with a police matter with a, a player and they came out wearing very little clothing and it was a new experience and, you know, I bet you weren't even phased, because nothing phases I was you. a little phased. I was like, could you please put your towel on? I need to ask you about this allegation based on I'm not here for they the said, sports stuff. We just stuff. hung up our towel. It is on. <laughs> like, who's this chick in the locker room? Uh, let's talk about Omar Carter, um, spending $3 bucks of his settlement to buy a $1.5 million uh, strip mall. So he apparently paid a million and a half more for this real estate, which begs the question, why? Uh, he happens to be in a couple of civil uh, situations with the widow of the American medic he killed, Tabitha Spears, and she was awarded $134 million in a civil suit stateside. But to get that recognized here in this country, it would mean either an Ontario or Alberta judge would have to rule in favor of that settlement. And so here he is, blowing all our money. And I was a concerned, I'd be saying, welcome back, Cotter. This is just absolute great stuff. Bring this up, this, this issue. I hope he spends another $3 million uh, in October. But the thing is, and I saw a picture of him, and I don't know if it was timely or not, but he's just walking along smiling. Uh, listen, when you're a gazillion millionaire, I've told you, you have to put your money somewhere. And the strip malls, real estate's not that bad, except for I don't, there's something missing in this story. Why <laughs> did you pay double what it was listed for? I just don't know that. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, he doesn't need to do that. I mean, every, it's not as though it's illegal money. Everybody knows he has the money and he has the right to spend it. I mean, I just think politically, if I was a liberal, a Trudeau liberal, mm. I'd be doing anything. And everything to try to stop him from just keeping his name out there for the next six months. Yeah, I think the Liberals probably have their hands full dealing with this. Wow. Meddling in SNC to meddle in uh, Omar Khadr. However, Let's Mike. Get a <laughs> it, it, it's when you're in a situation where sort of like a not. A sort of bad news story is a good distraction from a really bad news story. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you know, you're in a t- you know you're in a tough spot. Uh, look, I always like whenever I get into this topic, I like to remind folks that it's you know the Sergeant uh, Sean Spears family yeah. who who uh, who lost uh, lost. Uh, Lost his, li- his life was lost, uh, and who has lost him? And so, you know, there was a, there was a murder that took place here, and I get uh, uh, all the challenges of, of the situation. Uh, but uh, but it, it's a sad story. Uh, he he was he did murder a man in in, in during a during a war, uh, and uh, and look, we find ourselves in a situation where we've now had to give him ten million dollars. I don't get the part of the story about uh, as well about three million for a one and a half million dollar building. I don't. 
Doesn't nothing says to me that he needed to do that. He uh, could he could have bought real estate in Toronto and, and got an outhouse yeah, for three million. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways, it, it's strange, but the story will go on and on, and I expect uh, it, it for for years to come. It reminds me though when they say it reminds me would go back when Trudeau said I had to give him ten point five million dollars well, because we were going to lose. The lawsuit. Right. So Our the, lawyers told us Trudeau <laughs> has bad lawyers up there. You know, yeah. lawyers telling him that they well, do, do this. Well, it begs the question, S&C. though. You start to look at it based on S and C, and you say, okay, what well, other thing was being mucked around? Like, where where else were you mucking around? Like, it, yes. it, you know, again, did the settlement really need to be made? Well, well look, my view is that it did not. Well, right. it never had to be. Yes, but yeah, lose the lawsuit. I mean, just fight it on principle to the end. Right? Yeah, that's not his thing. No, nah, we don't. That want was that. never what it was about. You know, we like we like our court cases where we know we're going to win in advance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys, I got to leave it there. But I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Always Thank a you. pleasure, Great Mike. Ben's I want a picture of you wagging your finger at me. That was. That I was shouldn't. Special. You know, normally I do this oh, with the thumb. Let like the record do. show. Oh but no! no I wait a second. That's point. not a thumb. That was no. A whole I gave fist. you the full point. I can't remember what I was yelling at you about. That's how bad it was. Worthy, is though. I'm sure it was. But it was good. All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mike Van Solen and Stephen LeDrew joining me in studio tonight. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.